Welcome to The Great Sources, where we explore fundamental Torah ideas through the great books and sources of Jewish thought. There's a Nekuda Chashuva Ad Mo'id discussed by the by the Hoige uh, Deus from Reb Sadigoyen and perhaps even before him till the Mekubalim Va'ad Bechlal and that is the following what can we know what can we know about Hashem how can he be described how can Hashem himself be described meaning okay we know he, we know that he is we know that there is a God fine assume assume we know that is to say what more, if anything, can be said about his... We can know what he does, what he commands, that's a different story. But what about him? What can we know about him? So there are two, there are two poles, extremes on the matter. One extreme is that, indeed, there's nothing that we can... We cannot assert anything positive about Hashem. All we know is the fact, all we have is the fact as a truth about him, as a, as a positive truth, and we'll talk about what that means, is, is the fact that he exists. The fact of his existence. As we shall explain. Some others say that there are things that we can say about Hashem's essence. In the first opinion, that this is not, not all the, not all of the Chacham that I'm going to mention now have it in the exact same Nusach. There are some important differences but I'm going to give you the basic the generalities in, in this in that sheet in this first sheet which is the sheet of Sadigoyen Yehuda Batsaloini Chavis Alavavis Yehuda Halevi and the Rambam who speaks back to this at great length in the Meir that that we cannot assert something an attribute a description of Hashem can't know anything about Him the second opinion that says we can't, there can't be what's called ta'arim, ta'arim, attributes. Ta'ar means a description or an attribute. So the second opinion that accepts the idea of ta'arim chiyuvim, positive attributes. I mean, we can say positively, we can say things that describe Hashem. So the first I would put there is a pchastai kreskas. I'll give you, tell you a little more about him um, later in this year and his Talmud, the Sefer Ikrim. And then followed by the Avodah Kodesh and, in general, the Mukubalim. I think we can put those in, together and say they, they do accept and believe, believe in Tarim Chiyuvim, positive attributes of Edish. Okay, so let's talk. The first Shita is the earlier Shita, at least documented, that is. So let me first be Mazbidan. Chavis Alvavis. Really, the first would be Rabbi Goin, but at least that I know of in, in time. But Chavis Alavavis says it very clearly. Chavis Alavavis in Shahai Yichud, Barak Dalit, says anything we, anything we want to know, if we're not sure whether it exists, first we ask, does it exist or not? After it's been clarified that it does exist, then we ask, what is it? How is it? Why is it? Aval Habayre Yis'ala. 
The only thing you can ask about God is whether he is or isn't. That's the only thing we can know about him. And then we can prove that he is, and he goes about proving that. We can prove that there is a God. So the only proper question about God is, is there or isn't there? More than that, how, what is he like? What can we, how can he be described? Invalid questions. When you say, what is he like? You don't mean how he affects us. Right. You mean how he... For example, right. When we say he's chacham, that's like one of the prime examples. When we say, God is chacham. Right. It's talking Ashkoha. about his nature. Ashkoha in the world is not considered. That's not included. That's called the Torah Pu'ula. In other words, we could describe God as doing things. Because that means things happen as a result of him. That, that everyone is okay with. And that the Ramam is also okay with. That the Chavis Lavav is okay with. Those are called Torah Pu'ula. And um, I don't want to get too into the, the details of that, but, but within the things that we describe Hashem, for example, we describe him as being Chacham, Yochol, Reitzit, Rachum, V'chanun. So some of those, some of those, the Rambam says, are ta'are pu'ula. For example, rachum v'chanon, the Rambam says, really means he does things that if we would do them, we would do them because we're rachum. That's what it really means. So that's a ta'are pu'ula. That means it's not truly a description of him. It's a description of what he does, and that's fine. Everyone I know is okay with that. The Rambam has one statement about that, which perhaps we'll get to. So the Chavis says the only thing you could ask about Hashem's essence is whether he is or isn't. Yosef ibn Tzadik. Yosef ibn Tzadik wrote a sefer called Olam Katan. He was nifted in the year, in the mid-12th century. And he was a chaver of uh, Ramaimin, the Ramam's father. I think they were on a bezin. They were dayonim together. So he wrote a sefer called Olam Katan. And he, asks, he says the same thing. Eina reshai lishol ala bari mahu ve'echu v'loi be'ezizmanhu elo imhu. Elo imhu. The only thing you can ask about God is imhu. Munusudeus from Sadiqad also says, Lo the only thing we can get is Yeshusai, is his existence. The only thing we can get about Hashem is his existence. Nothing more. Okay, so back to the Khabas Lavavas. He says in Parak Yudan in Sharayikun. He says, when we talk about when we talk about God being Existing, that God exists. When we talk about the fact that He's one, and we talk about the fact that He's Kadmoim, that He always was, He says, really what we mean to assert, really what we mean to assert is that He is, does not not exist, that He's Bilti Neda. That means, um, I, I, don't, I don't want to go into this too much detail, but there are some who hold, like the of us, other Ram too, that even existence is, is an attribute. Meaning it's not a thing itself. You can have, a, let's say, the idea of a table. There's the idea of a table whether there's a table or not. So if I say the table exists, there's a table and it's existence. And existence is called an accident. This is a philosophical term from Aristotle. It's an accident that happens to a thing. Meaning it's not the thing itself. Existence is not the thing itself. It's something about the thing, that it exists. I don't want to go into that. Even though, even though and this year we'll show you this hopefully, these types of questions consume the minds of G'dayle, of the G'dayle, G'dayle, Yisrael. These kinds of issues. So, and that, so these are very important questions. Clearly. Read the Rambam, B'dachal Salvav, Shizub Sadi Goyim, and others. 
It's a very important question. So with, 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 as we'll see in the shir a little bit today, and perhaps this will give, give a little sense, with the uh, Kabbalah becoming more Muforsim and the Mahalach of Kabbalah, so some of these questions became, at least the approach of how to think about them was different. But these kinds of philosophical questions about what the nature of reality or existence is were a very important questions. So, so the Chavis of Lava says that we are, like, like the Rambam also, real, even existence, even Motsui, you can't truly say Hashem is Motsui, because that would imply that there's something called Hashem, whether it exists or not, and then there's the fact that He exists. That's something about Him. And that would be a Toyer, that would be saying something about Him, and that would imply, and this is what we'll get to the Rambam, Rambam talks about this more, jumping ahead a little bit here, that there's some duality within God. There's God, and then there's His existence. And God has to be absolutely poshut, absolutely echad, and therefore there can't be any duality, which means, Let's talk about Chacham. In Chacham, it's much more simple. Let's say you say God knows. Also, you're saying there's God, and then there's His knowledge. That means that God is composite. And this is something that the Rambam talks about, not only in the Mary, but also in Yisrael Deatayr, in Perek Beis. He says, in Perek Beis, Allah Yud, he says, Hashem doesn't know things with a, with a day that's external to Himself, as we do. Us and our das is not one and the same. That means I know things, but there's me and there's what I know. And it could be me, I could exist without knowing those things. So those things are external to me. That's not the way it is by Hashem. Because had he been, had he had a deya, which is external to himself, there would be many gods, him and his life and his deya. And it's not so, it's truly one. How is that? That's, that's, that's what this problem is about. So therefore, says the Chavis when we say God is motzui, and when we say he is echad even, and that's another strange, strange thing to consider an attribute, which I won't go into. Really what we mean to say is that he's bilti nedar, v'loy mechodesh, v'loy misrad. But all we mean to truly assert, we cannot even say God exists, but we can say he doesn't not exist. And we can't, when we say God is kadmoim, as he always was, we really mean to say he, did, he wasn't brought into existence. And even when we say he's one, there's no, you, there's no oneness like God's oneness going into that tonight at all but we really mean to say he's not a plurality he's not he's not many which means as follows which means that well let's read a little more and then I'll explain he says understand about God there's nothing like him at all so therefore to say that he exists also, you're saying that he shares a quality with everything else that exists. No, that's not the case. Any description you give to him, you have to understand, you merely mean to be shaylal, you really mean to negate the opposite. That means it's important to assert God exists, but not that he truly exists, because that would, that would imply that he exists like everything else that exists. It's not the case. But really, what, what's important about saying he exists is that he doesn't not exist. Now, doesn't not not existing mean existing? This is the kind of the... Of, of no? Got the question? Doesn't not not existing mean he does exist? Chazte Kreskas asked this kash on the Rambam. We'll get, to, we'll get to that soon. Are these things just all semantics? I don't know. Not really, no. It means that you're not allowed no, really to say not. it or that you're not allowed to mm. Absolutely not. I mean, that Ramam has happens to believe you're not allowed to say these things either. But no, the point is about um, how to think about Hashem. How to think about Him. Don't think about Him as a matzi. 
How is it possible to think about something that is not, you're just supposed to say in your head, it's not about No, I don't think so. Okay, so let's jump ahead here to answer that question. What does it mean that he doesn't not, not it doesn't exist, but neither does he not exist? Okay, Kostek Kreskas's critique, one of his critiques on this was negating a negation is, is stating a positive. There's only two categories, existence and non-existence, right? But the answer to that is, what? In our system, right, which is what the Kuzi makes it very clear, and it's very obvious. We're, we are familiar with two states of being, existence, and that we can describe everything we know of, and we could also fathom non-existence. Okay? We know that God does not exist, however we can prove that, and that's not for tonight's discussion. Let's say we prove that. But we also know he doesn't fit into the category of, of existence as we're familiar with it. What? How would you define existence ever? Okay, that's a fair question. But that's what this is all about, that if existence is an attribute, and that's what we understand of existence, etc., and we can prove that that doesn't apply to God, See, I'm, I'm, we're, we're skipping a lot of steps here. I mean, to learn this properly, you have to start from Aristotle, really. But. Yeah, I was going to say, because you could never know what, if, how do you know that anything ever exists? Why is that? Why, why are you saying that? What does that have to do? I mean, what do you, I mean, in a certain, if you have to say existence, you have to define what existence is. <laughs> well, of course. No, absolutely. And then, therefore, by saying that it doesn't exist within those, well, to say that, that my shepherds are both that, Mm -hmm. realm, you have to right. understand what it is. 100%. Um, yeah, we're not doing that justice now. It means it doesn't exist like we exist. That's definitely one element of it. Yeah, there's definitely one element. But in what sense is it different? See, see, Rukhaste Kreskas, for example, one of the Ramam's issues is, and then the Chavis of starts this, but the Ramam says it's even more clear, that, that the Pasuk in Yishayel, God can't be compared to anything. So does that mean that he can't share any description with anything else? So the Ram says, yes, it does. And Rukhasir Kreska says, no, because even if God is Chacham, even if God is truly Chacham, his Chachma is infinite. And the fact that his Chachma is infinite makes it, makes it, makes it valid to say, Amit Adamya. and existence are, are... Right, right, right. I mean, he specifically talks about that, right? Well, you're saying existence that wouldn't apply? I mean... Existence, I'm just saying existence seems like on a much more basic level. If there's something, and just, to, just to, the, our, at least our simple definition of existence just means that it's not, when we say it exists, we mean that it doesn't not exist. Yeah? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. Right. No, well, no, what is not existing, right. circular logic, You're saying existing means just not not existing, then, then well, what is not existing? That's to start from existing, positive state. So, Rav Chastori Kreskas is saying, basically, that we know, that God knows in the same way that we know just more? No, we'll get to him. Not quite, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um... He says, if he says similarly about his existence, he says that you can look at existence, listen, all these things, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I am with everyone on this, all these things require a lot of, a lot of thought, I'm just putting them out there, and this thing I'm about to say for sure is going to require a lot of thought. Chastik Kreska says about existence, that even though he does exist, he truly, we truly can't say about him that he exists, and that Torah in a positive way. But, he says, existence is not a binary question, yes or no. There's really a spectrum of that question, too, because since God is mechayiv hametzias, so therefore, he, it means he must exist, so therefore he, he is the truest existence, and that makes his existence different than ours. Just like his chachma is different than ours because it's mechayiv to him, it's not something he picked up, it's something that's essential to him, as we'll get to that a little bit, and it's infinite, so his metzias is of a different nature than ours, or a different, considered dissimilar from ours because it's Mkhoyev. What did that term define? Like, why remove the... the okay, I don't know. I don't get yeah. I don't think I'm going to have the answer, right? 
Yeah, right. Okay. So, but, but then, but then, does that take it back from being a Torah? Yet he will say that it's right. you can say it. So he's trying to have it both ways. That's that's the point there. best form of existence, okay. then, then doesn't that mean that, okay, so that God does fit into the... Right, as a Siba, as being the Siba for a thing, right, that's, that's another whole different different uh, avenue there, which from Hasek Reskis, I think, goes to that, that, that point. Um... Okay, so, so then the Chavis Lavos continues, he quotes Aristotle and say, who says that the, the shalilium, the negative statements about God's attributes are true, truer than the positive ones because anything that you attribute to him positively is, um, is, is something created because the way we understand attributes are, are as accidents of things and the one who created those things himself doesn't have that kind of description. Anything you're shalil from him Anything you negate from him is definitely true, undoubtedly. And those are appropriate because he is sub sublime nale on any toyar vikinoi, umeroimim akol dimoi vidaime. He is above any dimin. Above any dimin. Okay, we are unable to describe him. And then he quotes the Gemara in, in Brachis. Which the Rambam does a lot with this Gemara, as does, and the place that Classic Kreska's response does, does a lot with this Gemara too. But the first one I saw that quotes it is, is in this regard, is the Chavis Lavavis. It's the Gemara Brachis, Ahud the Nochis Kameda Abchanina. It was a Shriach Tibur who went daven for the Umber in front of Abchanina, and he said, Okeil Hagod of Hagib of Anoir of Haadir of Ozuz, Vahayori, Vahazak, Vahamuts, Vahavade, Vanichbod. Did you finish all the praises of your master? Why are you doing so much? Even these three that we do say, These three things that we say, if Moshe Rabbeinu wouldn't have said in the Torah, we wouldn't say that, that you keep on saying so much. There was a king, a flesh and blood, who had a million golden dinar. So that's what the Chavis Lavos ends, that we can't describe God. also, who was from the Chachme Svarad in the middle of the 11th century. Ah, so, so that the Rambam understands it, the Rambam understands it the second way. And and so the above is not clear, right? Siam it like tinu. It's about finishing. Right. The Rambam, as we'll see, um, takes out of that Gemara a major, major point, and we'll see how he explains it, and and then. Right. That's what the Rambam says, right? Right. The Rambam focuses on that part. Now, when it's a is in his defense, as when Chazal Kreskas, we'll see they focus on on the CM Tinu part, and they give it a much uh, you know deeper havan, what that is about the CM Tinu issue. Yudah Arab Yitzchak Batzeloni, from the uh, 11th century in Spain. Yehuda, Yehuda Batzeloni. Anybody know? No. Okay. Yehuda. I think it's a Yehuda. 
in the, in the Pirish of Sefer Yitzira, he also says, quotes Aristotle in this regard, that what he calls Achidois Hamekachashois, I guess it was written in Arabic. The, the things that deny, that, that negate something about God are true, more than the Chidois Hamoides, more than those Mishalim or statements that are saying some, asserting something. Better to say, Ain the fun of Loy Avla, Veloishik, Veloisha, Veloisha, because those are all true. While we say that these Chacham Vetzadik Yashar, um, so you're describing him in some way and you're comparing him to something. But, but that's not really true. You can't really compare him to anything. Okay. Yudal Levi says the same thing in, in the beginning of Maimur Bays, and he. Is it because, yeah. is it because it's not true or it's because. Or it's because it's true. We just don't. Just we're automatically going to associate it with the way we understand these terms, which are not the way they should be described in the Rebbeinu Shalom. We're not allowed to say it. Okay. So the word we have for these terms are the way we describe it. So we don't have a word for for chachma that's not our kind of chachma. That's chachma's meanings that can refer to our type of knowledge and maybe a more. But it's not the word that, as we know it. It's not the word that we have. Now, can we have a word for that, right? Could we have a word for something that's not in our experience? Would it have to bring it into our experience? Uh, <laughs> could we have a word for a third state, you know? Saying the terror does describe the revenge right. law as adjectives. Right, absolutely, absolutely. So let's talk about the Kozvi. The Kozvi will read now answers both of those questions. Yeah, 100%. The, the Kozi will read now answers both of those points, that number one, the Torah is full of this, and number two, um, um, number two, what was the other point you raised? What was the first point? The first point you said. I was asking if it's true, but right, what's, right, but what is, the business, what is this thing of saying that he's, he exists, but really, really we can only say he does not exist, does that mean he doesn't actually exist? So the Kozi will answer both of those points. He says like this. He says, when we talk about God being Chai, or Echod, or Rishon, or Achwin, he's described that only to be shuttle the opposite, not to be kaveh these things in the sense that we understand them. Because when we understand something to be Chai, let's say, we understand motion and sense. He doesn't have senses, he doesn't have motions. We describe him to be Chai just so we should say he's not Mace. Why? Because our, our first impression is that something which is not Chai is Mace. However, that's not necessarily true. For example, you could say time, says the Kozu, you could say time is not alive. Doesn't mean that time is dead, because truly time is, is not part of that category. If you say a stone doesn't know, doesn't mean it's ignorant, because it doesn't have knowledge or ignorance. Similarly, God has, is, is beyond life or death, doesn't fit into either of those two categories, just like, just like it's neither dark or light. Now, if someone were to ask you, is God dark or light? We might say he's, he's light, because people automatically think, oh, if he's not light, he's dark. And dark is a, is a negative thing. So you don't want people to think that. However, the truth is, and this is what we should say, that light and darkness is only for physical things. And God is not a body. So he can't be light or dark. The only way you can compose him light or dark is if you're just comparing it to something, or because you don't want to give him an attribute that indicates some sort of chesar. Similarly, life and death is only, applied to, only is, is applicable to natural bodies which God cannot have life nor death. And if you would say, if you would say, Chaim, but not like our Chaim, that's what we mean to say. That's what we mean to say. But 
but we don't understand as Chaim besides for a Chaim. So it's basically saying, Einenu Yoidim Mahu. If you're going to say it's a Chaim, not like our Chaim, it's basically like saying we don't know what he is. Okay. So, in Echanami, we're just trying to say, we're just trying to say, and then he goes on to Echad also, that even the way we say Echad, when we say Rishon, we just mean to say he's not Ichor, but we don't mean to say he has Aschola, etc. Really, he's beyond both of those categories. So, so here's the idea. There are, there are categories that we're familiar with. And then there's God who doesn't fit into any of those categories. But um, it's more important for people to consider him as fitting into the category of alive and knowing than to... It's more important for people to realize, I'm sorry, that he's not in the category of, one who, of ignorance than to realize that he's not in the category of knowing either. So therefore, the Torah is going to use these terms to, which Ramam, called, Ramam famously says, means the Torah uses terms in order to direct people to come to the true beliefs about Hashem, even if those terms are, are not exact, because the Lashem doesn't have the most correct, A, the Lashem doesn't have the terms for the true essence of Hashem, and B, most people are not philosophers, and they need to be directed to important things, beliefs about Hashem, even without taking them through all these torturous paths of logic. So it's more important for people to believe that Hashem doesn't not exist than for them to believe that He doesn't exist. But they're both true, because we're familiar with existing, and we're familiar with not existing, and Hashem does not fit into either of those, says the Ramah. We're familiar with alive or dead, Hashem doesn't fit into either of those, etc. Knowing and not knowing. However, in terms of people having the right approach to Hashem, whether this is truly closer to the truth, I don't know. But it's important for people to know more that God does not fit into the category of things that don't exist than to, than to know that he doesn't fit into the category that do, of things that do. Okay. Yeah. So when we have in the world, we have things that we, how we like, let's say, dead or alive, mm-hmm. or existing and not existing. Right. And we have to, you know, we know that there's now some sort of, let's say, third category or something. Right. Is, with, is it within still the same, um, like, Gedder or something, or related somehow to existing and non-existing, or we just don't understand it at all? Is there a point in connecting it to that? The point is so that we could have some way of, of, of relating to it. But, okay. Fine. But the truest way to relate to it, though, hmm, well, I don't know if that's correct. I mean, the question is like this. If you can actually relate to Hashem in the complete Shlili way, meaning if you can approach Him by recognizing that He's not, not this, not anything. But he's different than everything else. Is that the highest way to approach him? If one could do that. Right? In other words, it's all a concession. Is everything we talk about Hashem as being a positive way, is that just a concession to people who are not capable of, of grasping his otherness and his unknowability as his most essential thing? Is it right? You had the question? I think the answer to that is yes, it is a concession. The Rambam, at least in the Rambam. The Rambam says that the, that the, the highest avoidance Hashem is recognizing is unknowability. But was there a reason why we made the concessions so it wasn't made the concessions? For philosophers, not. It's for the... It's for the but, but it still was made, meaning it wasn't made, you know, uh, it was made among certain, certain, certain attributes or certain things. Right. So why those things or mm-hmm. anything else? Right. Because the question is, okay, so the answer for that is, we don't know to answer that question, you have to figure out what's the Kavanah Satyra, right? And whatever the Kavanah Satyra is, <laughs> okay, <laughs> so... Yeah, <laughs> that's not for now. No, but considering what the Kavanah Satoru is, which Ram also talks about in the Mare of Uchim, that's also a very important question. What is the Torah trying to do? And even more, in the more basic question, which the Chavis Avavis talks about in Shavuot, is what do we need a Torah for? What, what, is the Torah, what, do we, what does the Torah do for us that Seichel couldn't do? 
Um, so you have to start with that and then say, what is the covenant of Torah? That's not for now. Okay, let's, let's talk a little bit about the Rambam. I would love to get to the, the, the response to the Rambam because it's so fascinating. So I think we'll have to be Makatsa here. A little bit of Makatsa. The Rambam in the Meir Chelek Aleph, Perik Nun, Nun through Nun Tes, is Meir Chabatatar. And I'll tell you some points that he says, but we'll do this a little bit quickly. He says, first of all, he starts with saying, Amun is not what you say. So the point is not to get a formula that, that works. And he says, if you're going to say God is Chacham, Yachal Yudea, but he's Echad, he says, you could say that. But if you think the moon is truly what you, what you have deeply in your mind, and to, to, to believe, you have to know that Hashem is Echad, you have to believe he's Echad, that means you have to relate to him as Echad, you have to think about it, okay? It's not just, we can talk about it tonight, but we're talking now, we're not thinking. You have to really analyze these concepts. And Ram says, and, and, and to say that he's truly Echad, while at the same time saying he has these attributes that are added, super added to him, is, is inherently a contradiction. So that wouldn't be a true Amun. Okay, like we said before, and he said that Torah, every Torah we're, that we're familiar with is something addition to the essence. So if you're going to say Hashem knows through something that's external to Him, then there's a duality, um, and God is one. Additionally, there's no yachas between Hashem and His creations. So the only thing you could say, says the Ramam, is what He isn't. The only thing we know, the only thing we know is the fact of His existence. This is what I said earlier in the share. We can't even say that truly that God exists. Ram says, all we know is uvdas hayoyse, the fact of his existence. We don't even know that he is motzoi, because motzoi is a motzoi. Existence um, is an accident, what happens to the essences. Ram quotes a philosopher that says that. It says it's a known thing. And therefore, we can't even truly say Hashem is motzoi, but we know the fact that he exists. That means we know that there must be something other than everything that we can categorize into the category of existence. Shlilo, says Ramam, negating things about Hashem is sort of a way of defining Him. Because the more you negate, the more you know Hashem is not this, He's not that, He's not that, He's not that, the more you get closer to knowing what the thing is. And the Ramam has a muscle. Let's say you want to describe a boat to someone. So you could describe a boat. You could say things about the boat. But let's say, let's say you tell someone like this. It's not made out of metal, and it's not... Um, it's hollow, but what's the opposite of hollow? Whatever. It's solid. Okay, it's not a solid. And it's not X, Y. I keep on telling more and more that it's not, okay? And the more things he knows, that's not the closer he is to having a conception of it, or relating to it. It's not the same thing as telling him what it is, but it's giving him a, um, make, bringing him closer to what he is. Now, this is obviously a very problematic thing because most people have a certain set of things in their mind, like all things that, can, that exist. And by knocking out everything else, you're leaving them with that. But given that Hashem is not within the set of what exists to begin with, so to say that knocking out certain things means close to Him, okay, that's a major question. But it's very important to understand that the Rambam doesn't believe that we don't know Hashem because the Rambam starts off, you say that Torah, the first thing you have to know is Leida Shiesha Motsu to know. The Rama believes that shlilium, this, this idea of negating things, is a way, is a form of, of, of Deya. That itself is a form of Deya, the Rama believes. The form of knowing is by knowing what he's not. Then he has a parak where he talks about the following question, and here's where he brings in the Gemara and Brachas. He says, someone's going to ask, someone would ask, if we can't know Hashem, all we know is that he exists, we don't know anything about him. So what makes one person greater than another? What makes Moshe and Shlema? What makes Moshe Rabbeinu and Shlema greater than anyone else? And there's a reason why he says Moshe Rabbeinu and Shlema. Moshe Rabbeinu was like Kamnavi Yisrael, like Moshe. Shlema was Chachamikaladim. What makes them greater than anyone else? And here the Ram says, 
that this is this is the difference between people. What is one thing? Why is why is that question become sure? Because because um, if there's um, more things to know about Hashem, so I could so know. If, we don't know. if nobody knows anything about Hashem, anyway, what's that's right. That's right. Okay. All we know is that He exists. So I know that. The Moshe knows that. So what's the difference? In terms of the mile of the person, okay. Who said that that's the only mile that a person? Right, has? right. The Ram is assuming the mile is das Hashem, because it says probably because it says, which he points out the places in the Sefer that. Um, Let's say Moshe Rabbeinu knew more Torah than any number. Right, but it says Laman Emtzachim. It says Laman Emtzachim beEinecha. So the Ram comments in that pasuk that you see from that pasuk that that kafi hadas kafi achin. The more the more tzachin bein Hashem is is totally in das Hashem. It doesn't say that right. they were the most chaim b'nei Hashem. It says that they were the most chacham and the most. Not the right. Maybe chacham ikalada means he knew uh, science. But why does he presume that itself that that thing itself is only one dimension? There's only. There's only one dimension. Wait. So that's his answer. So his answer is no, because knowing that he exists is only one thing. Knowing that he exists is only one thing we could know about him. So wh- which thing? The shlilim. Yeah. That's his answer. His answer is the more you show, the more you know. So he says, let's say he's going to pass it to three people. One believes that God is a goof. One is not sure and one proves that he isn't. Knows that he isn't because he proved that he's not. So the one that proves he's not is Karav Yaisa to Hashem, then the one who's Mesopic, who's Karav Yaisa, then the one who's sure he is a goof. And so on and so forth. Then everything you're Shiloh, says the Rambam, and the more you could disprove something, the closer you are. So there the Rambam makes clear, as he makes clear in other places, that Shlili is not just... It's not just the one thing we can know, but it, knowing Hashem is being shalim, is rec- recognizing Hashem's, the fact that it does not fit into cata- any category, is what Das Hashem is. He ends a, a different chapter in these chapters where he says, Hashvach, praise to the one who, when the Seichel tries to understand him, the Seichel, the Hasaga turns into lack of Hasaga, and the Yediyah turns into Yediyah. So the, the, very, the very recognition that he is all incomprehensible is the greatest Shvach and the greatest idea. And that's the mile of Moshe Rabbeinu and Shlomo. They, had, they, were proved, they disproved more things. Says the Ramam, I believe, the Ramam believes that Tare Pu'ula, we mentioned before, saying Hashem does things, is okay. If, says the Ramam, if there would be some, someone who could prove that the things that I believe are possible about God, or the things that I believe are certainly true about God, are not true, then he'd be greater than me. It's a fascinating statement the Ramam makes over here, because the Ramam had certain beliefs, which he was certain about, but he also knows that Moshe Rabbeinu and Hashem were greater than him, which means that there are certain beliefs that they had about Hashem, meaning certain things that they knew were not possible about Hashem, that he either thinks are possible or, 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 is, sure, or is sure that they do have. So it's, it's just a fascinating thing. Things get very mysterious. What? doesn't go the other way. I think you mentioned the Rabbis that Avos Hashem comes from knowing less of Hashem. Yeah, Knowing, yeah, Kviyava Kviyadeya, the round end of Mada, right? Knowing more. Oh, the other Raman the Moira. The Raman the Moira, right? The Raman the Moira says that by recognizing um, that Yisurim Amosif Ava, right? Raman says Yisurim Amosif Ava because of not understanding, right? So what are you asking? No, I'm saying it goes the other way. They also love Hashem more because they know they know more how incomprehensible he is, right? 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 The or and the Ava come from that, correct? What do you mean the other way? They, they get to love Hashem more because they know they, 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 they,
Ooh, okay, let's, let's, I just want to, just to mention the Vizakredish. I wanted to say what the Ram says about the Gemara Brachas, and then we'll, we'll, we'll say one thing from the Vizakredish. Kids and Nimrods. I'll go very quickly. And, uh, yeah. If you don't understand, if you're not sure you understand, then you probably don't. I don't know if I understand, I'm just saying over. Some ideas, it's just good to be a little bit exposed to them. So Ram says like this, the Gemara Brachas says, it means the following. If Moshe Rabbeinu would not have said in the Torah, and not just going to go to the woman's second field, we couldn't say these three things. Why? Because, and this is impl- implied in the chapter, Moshe Rabbeinu was the greatest, the greatest Navi. So Moshe Rabbeinu is the one who shuttled the most. Moshe Rabbeinu knows which Torah you could use. Because the Maishim of Torah wants to use Torah, because the Torah has to direct people to a certain belief about Hashem. Moshe Rabbeinu is the one who knows which ones you could use, which ones you can make that concession to. Even to say, God will give you a is a concession. Moshe Rabbeinu said in the Torah. Okay. Moshe Rabbeinu said in the Torah and Anshkanesko Msakan and Tefillah. Why did both things? Because Moshe Rabbeinu said in the Torah, says the Rambam, means that we could read it in the Torah. But you're not allowed to take it out of context. Because really the truth is, Hashem is not God, Hashem is not Giba, Hashem is not there. But the Torah has an agenda. It has to be direct people to certain beliefs, important beliefs. So that's what the Torah is for. So that so then means Moshe Rabbeinu was able to say, this is okay to do this. Because it's important to, do, to teach people certain things. So that's, that's only legitimate within the context of the Torah. B'Shas Kriya Torah. Came down to Knesset Gedolah and said, we'll also put it into, and they were in a Vim, and the Ramah's Mandish, they were in a Vim, for some reason that's important. And they said, we'll take it out of context, you can even do it in the Tefillah. But out of that, you can't say it. And the Ramah holds, the Ramah holds that you are not allowed to say, read, say to Aram, even to Aram you find in the Torah, you're not allowed to say them about Hashem, except for in context in the Torah. And even the Nevi'im, you're not allowed to say out of context. And he ends, like he ends the chapter with a quote from Shloyma Melech, and this is Moshe and Shloyma, he's doing it in the beginning of the chapter, Shloyma Melech says in Kehelis, says Ramam. And that's what Ram says. Ram says, I would show you some of the piyutim and how they're marich about the, the term of Hashem, but that would be Lashon Hara. I don't want to say bad things about the Mechabrim. But you should take a lesson and say, if Lashon Hara is such a big Avera, for sure to say Lashon Hara about Hashem and use these term about Hashem, that he's above them. Yes? I'm saying, if you actually believe that the Ram will give her a the way it sounds like, right. then irrelevant that whether you say it or not be Correct. And if you and if you if you know what that actually means, mm-hmm. then you're saying the Emma's. You're saying the truth. So I don't understand why it makes a difference. No, but it's not a, it's not an accurate word. There is no accurate word for the belief. The Ram says words are the greatest cause for error. The Ram says. I mean, it's just a, it's, it'll be machshul people to actually start believing something. Yes, sell them God's great. They'll start to believe it. <laughs> they might start to exactly. The Ram says the greatest seba for hatoya. Which I think I, I have a hunch is why the Ram believes why there's a mitzvah of kavana by Kriyashima. Because Echad is not technically true. I see their I see their memories out. I guess that's a sign from heaven. Thanks so much to everyone for listening to the great sources. Please remember to rate and review the podcast. That's how it gets out there to even more people. Thank you and good night.